What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Welcome back to the Nerdy Nightly Podcast on this lovely Monday, May 18th, 2020, the middle of a global health pandemic that is taking over every aspect of the human life. It's been a while. For those of you who listened to Nerdy Nightly 1.0, as I'm calling that last experiment of a year making this podcast, I just want to say thank you. Thanks for coming back to Nerdy Nightly 2.0 as we do our launch Obviously, we launched on Friday. If you saw, we did a little video of us baking. If you haven't seen it yet, it's over at youtube.com slash something because we do not have 100 (laughs) subscribers yet, so we don't get our custom URL. But if you go subscribe to that channel very soon, it might be youtube.com slash nerdy nightly, which we would like very much. That's the dream. But what was that another voice? Was that a co-host? It was. If you're coming back to the podcast, you might know this used to be just me rambling on and on. with the occasional interview, but now moving forward, Nerdy Nightly officially has a a woman's touch. So it's going to look better. It's going to smell better. Definitely smell better. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) You're not wrong, but ouch. And we're going to, you know, discuss the nerdy goings-ons of the world instead of me just angrily barking at the internet and hoping that someone listened. You're not very angry. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I don't bark. No. No. When I'm when I'm angry, I I like seethe quietly to myself in a corner with the lights off. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm like a bad like early two thousands emo song personified in a human. Oh well, I mean, at the in that time period, that's what I was listening to. It was all Green Day. I believe that all the time. MCR. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. What What was that Canadian one? Red Scarlet. I do not know oh, who that is. God, they were so angsty, and they just fit my soul. So, uh, you know what? It's been you said your name at the top, but welcome, Ariel Edwards, to the Nerdy Nightly family, the team. Thank you. <laughs> it's a team of two for now. Yeah, for now. We're gonna grow. We're gonna bake. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch movies and play video games and do all the things. The dream, right there. So, for the audience listening, of like three to six people. <laughs> Who are you? What what do you like? What what what's your nerdy goings on? Oh wow. Um all right. Well, like I said, I'm Ariel. I go by Clarice Dracaris on Twitch. Um so I'm also a Twitch streamer, mostly Skyrim. Um but I do stream some Civ 5 and a bit of Elder Worlds and there was an Amnesia stream, but that was terrible highlights of that will be up on our youtube channel soon one day um it was fun yeah no i love all things nerdy um my favorite series is lord of the rings i can't even count how many times i've read harry potter um gosh yeah Uh, my favorite book though is aragon i'll throw that out there not not ashamed read that book about 30 times i mean the book it's there's nothing shameful about liking the books no, we just don't mention that there's a movie. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> I mean, I, I insinuated and led you to it, but you're the one who brought it up. Yeah. No, that book, that that was that was my favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read that about 30 times. So you only play video games from the early 2010s and... <laughs> well, The Outer Worlds is new. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. just... So I only recently got like 
a streaming computer or a gaming computer. Mm -hmm. So I built a computer um, so I could play games and stream on Twitch. Um, But when I moved to Toronto, I didn't actually play much video games. I had a Wii U at some point, which didn't last very long and then sold that. Um, but yeah, I didn't have, I didn't do a lot of gaming in Toronto unless you count RuneScape, which some people do. I mean, yeah, it's a game. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming for RuneScapers. No, no. Is I that mean, what people who call, play RuneScape are called? RuneScapers? Because Skyrimmers sounds dirty. <laughs> like Skyrimming is a thing on Urban Dictionary and I don't want to look it up. I, I'm not going to. But RuneScapers, you know, that doesn't sound, that's not too bad. That, that's a good little. Yeah, no. And you know what? I loved RuneScape. Oh, I me too. I spent so much time on RuneScape. But um, yeah, I just, I didn't have the time or the money for games. So that's why most of my games are older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for for those of you who are coming here from the Clarus Chakaris world of Twitch or I believe you have a Discord channel. Yes, I do. If you're waiting for Claris to be back on Twitch, the good news is the gaming computer has arrived in Calgary. It has. To the quarantine that we're the bunker that we're in. Mm-hmm. The above ground bunker that looks surprisingly like a house. Like a house, yeah. It's and incognito. Yes, you're you might be streaming by June, for sure by June. Mm-hmm. Um just waiting for a few more things. Uh gotta make sure that, you know, it didn't break Mm -hmm. (laughs) when Mm -hmm. it uh, made its way across the country um but yeah definitely by june is the plan i'll be back on twitch very exciting i'm very excited i'm i miss i miss everyone i got a good little community yeah i'm i'm excited i think i'm going to attempt to stream on twitch myself yeah we're gonna get david on twitch yeah i am a more avid gamer i believe than you are I think that's somewhat fair to say. Yeah. For instance, I think the Wii U is the only Nintendo gaming system I never owned. <laughs> I mean, it was just... I, I don't even know why. I think it was for the Mario game, to be honest. Mar- Mario U, I'm assuming? No, like um, I f- I Mario think... World. This, uh, Super Mario 3D World. That's the one. That's Super it. Mario 3D World? Yeah. Did is you a ever game? play? Oh, my no, God. I never, I've never touched a Wii U. Okay, well, you're missing out because that game was actually incredible. I had a Wii, and then they put out the Wii U, but the majority of the games that came out for the Wii U also came out for the Wii, and I was like, why would I? Yeah, I feel like Nintendo kind of screwed up with the Wii U with how they released it. Um, it, I think it was the their worst selling console, if I'm not mistaken. Well, and the Switch came so soon after that, and the Switch is incredible. Yeah, I started playing Breath of the Wild. Oh yes, that is very exciting. I'm I'm enjoying that when I'm not Are frustrated. You, do you enjoy playing Breath of the Wild? I just I don't like how sensitive the movement control is, so I keep like throwing myself off a cliff by accident. I think you can turn that down. Well, we'll okay. we'll find some settings that work for you. We'll investigate. Um, but yeah, no, I I got the Switch when I went to Japan mm-hmm. for work, and it really is just. It's such an incredible system. The portability made that trip. I was in Japan for four months living basically on a tour bus. And it was the saving grace was being able to just spend, I think, 290 hours playing Breath of the Wild in three months, which sounds like a lot. But I played other things, too. So, you know, it wasn't the only (laughs) 
part of my life that I was doing at the time. But yeah, it's they. I feel like the Wii U kind of came in at a weird time where this the Wii was so successful and groundbreaking. The motion controls that they put into the Wii were so groundbreaking. That Wii and, tennis was just yeah, and Wii bowling <laughs> like Wii bowling is still fun. Oh yeah. The they wanted to break ground again, and the Switch was coming, but it wasn't ready yet, and so they just put out the Wii U. And maybe that's maybe that's not how it happened. I never played it, so I don't really know firsthand. But it really just kind of was this weird like bump in what happened. Yeah. In what happened. Okay, so we are here. We've met Ariel, and now it's time to get to the topic of the day, the topic of everyone's day all the time right now, because it's really like. The only thing you and I talk about every day is what are we going to do? <laughs> what are so we going to watch? what do you want to do today? <laughs> hey, hey, what are we doing tonight? Yeah. Uh, so I thought we could, you know, just talk about our quarantine so far and talk about the entertainment and the nerdy lifestyle that has been keeping us sane through this process mm-hmm. because we've been in the middle of Canada, not the middle, the prairies of Canada. <laughs> yeah. In a house with my family for seven weeks. I think we've been here almost two months. Yeah, it'll be two months on the 22nd. Yeah. So it'll be two months on Friday, I guess. I can't do math. It's the 18th tomorrow. We're recording this Sunday night because it's going to go up very early in the morning on Monday. And we're (laughs) not going to record at two o'clock in the morning. Absolutely not. So tomorrow's 18th, which plus, yeah, Friday's the 22nd, I think. Yeah. I'm not looking at a calendar. I hope that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're coming up on two months in Calgary after getting fired from our cruise ship job. Yeah, that happened. Everyone keeps telling me to stop saying the word fired because we didn't do anything wrong. No, it we just the world shut down. Happened to be on a cruise ship during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And now we're here and we so two months and I feel like we've consumed a lot of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it started with Civilization Five. Absolutely, a game you introduced me to. I did. I it's one of my favorite games. I I got obsessed with that game so fast. I would wake up like I would set an alarm on days off so I could wake up and play it for like sixteen hours straight. Yeah, it's is a problem. But um, yeah, I feel like the first like two weeks almost were a lot of Civilization. Oh, and you downloaded Diablo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, back in the day, my Mm -hmm. all-time favorite game was Diablo 2. Not all-time favorite. I I have more favorite games. Mm -hmm. But no, I I hadn't played Diablo 2 in years. Because he has a Mac. Because I have a Mac. Hey, I was playing (laughs) Diablo 2 on my Mac. Thank you very much. I'm going to record, I'm going to edit this podcast on my Mac. So, you know. Yeah, all right. But the, yeah, so I was playing Diablo 2 for the first time in forever, which was so fun. Because I I had down no but I had downloaded it on your computer yeah I wasn't playing it on my Mac no, actually you put it on my computer because you were like I don't think it works on <laughs> on your little Surface laptop but my laptop is fantastic it's I I didn't say a bad thing I just you said, said it was it's, little it's small it's the same size as yours it is much thinner than my Mac true yeah yeah it's nice got the Alcantara on it oh it's gorgeous so we're playing games we're playing Civ we play a lot of Civ mm-hmm. sixteen hours that's like half a game of Civ five. You know what? No, if you put it on quick pace, you can get through a game. Well, almost. A, mm, 
depends if you're fighting or not the fighting takes up a lot of time so if you never go to war you could probably finish a game i feel like anyone who we who were like oh this civ 5 sounds interesting is now immediately turned off they're like oh it takes how many hours to play (laughs) one game yeah no it's great it's honestly it's such an amazing game it's the length of five games of monopoly (laughs) Mm, three if you're playing with family oh well yeah but you never finish because someone just throws the table across the room that's true because someone was stealing from the bank i was about to name check my uncle so hard and be so (laughs) sassy and i'm just i'm gonna leave his name out of this that's smart (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's never gonna listen to this. <laughs> we also watched tiger king oh yeah just we like everyone else went down that rabbit hole it and what a rabbit hole that was wild it's like a rabbit hole that like halfway through you're like am i in a foxhole was this a foxhole the whole time and then you find some like live gerbils but they're carnivores <laughs> and you're like what is happening what is happening and then at the bottom there's like the dodo bird the like last remaining dodo bird on earth and you're like okay <laughs> wasn't expecting that nope <laughs> i like your analogy yeah. i think it's it's very spot on and creative <laughs> that was so kind of you thank you did it hurt you know what i almost choked a little bit but i'm an actor <laughs> um yeah no tiger king tiger king is crazy it is you know i know it's had its cultural moment and it's a bit late but we weren't doing the podcast then we should have been we should have been we had nothing else to do we were locked in one room for two weeks we didn't think we'd be here this long true you know we thought we'd be in calgary for maybe a few weeks and then life would go back to normal and we quickly realized that was not the case how deluded we were yeah yeah because we got so we were working on a cruise ship and obviously, there are no cruise ships with people on them. Well, well, unfortunately, there's still many crew members, including some of our fellow crew members who are stuck on ships. But there aren't any passengers on ships at the moment. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, they've all gotten home now. And there's just some very, very desperate crew members who would love to go home. Yeah, I can't and, imagine. Uh, we're pulling for them to get there. But we, we found out, you know, that week. And then we were sent home with the intention of being brought back a month at later they were kind of thinking that we would go home for a month and we'd come back and we i think our initial date was less than three weeks after or the, our initial return date was less than three weeks after mm-hmm. well cruise ships were so were suspended until april 1st originally i believe was, i thought it was, was april, it april 11th 11th, 11th yeah yeah and right. then we got off on the 22nd yeah so we thought we'd be off mm-hmm. for like three to four weeks Mm-hmm. And then things would come back and we just, you know, back to work as usual. And here we are. And now, yeah, I mean, now it looks like cruise ships may come back. Carnival Cruise Line says it's coming back in August. August, yeah. Pro- uh, provided the CDC allows that. Yeah. Um, and- it looks like Norwegian's trying to come back for shortly after in September. Yeah yeah it's crazy i'm and it's tough because you know we we kept waiting for that next update you know mm-hmm. and there was that the our initial quarantine was us kind of sitting around just being like well something will come along soon and we'll be out of here and something will come along soon and we'll be out of here and then i think in the last two or three weeks we've kind of had to be like oh we're here for a while months. yeah and so we decided to bake on the internet yeah and make a podcast and yeah 
Now we're talking about Tiger King. Too late. Yeah. But it, you know what? It's still worth talking about. It is. It is. It's just, it's so good. I never thought I would see a television show where someone having their arm bit off by a tiger <laughs> is a, like, bullet point. Yeah, where they kind of glaze over it. It happens, and then it's never really talked about again. Yeah. Like, they never bring it up. Because they're like, oh, man, uh, Joe Exotic, who the show is about, mm-hmm. is like, well, this is going to bankrupt me. And not only does it not bankrupt him, he never brings up again that... I mean, Sav is obviously in the... The the woman who had her arm bit off is in the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But it's never, like, discussed whether she got a payout or whether she sued or... I don't think anything happened. But then again, there was so much in those episodes that maybe they just didn't have time for it. They're like, there is so much that we need to tell people. Yeah. We Like, we can't fit it all. Yeah, I I struggle to describe it to people when I'm telling them that they should see it. Yeah, they're like, what's, what's Tiger King about? And you're like, well... Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband. I asked him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet and you just want to for I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't I don't either. And I honestly, there's a part of me that doesn't know what the appeal is. Cuz I remember in the middle of watching it one time, I looked at you I was like, this is just making me sad. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, I was laughing so hard that I was like, I don't, I'm confused. Well, yeah. And then you were like, no, we, we need to finish this tonight. And I was like, okay. Well, I, I needed to know how it ended. Yeah. 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 And then we got out of the room. We were, so we did a hard quarantine in one room. Yes. And then we got out of that room into another room, <laughs> but with permission to go into all the rooms. Yes. Yes. There is a full house that we have access to. And and there's thankfully a woods. We we have we've had some nice walks. Yes. Some very non nerdy walks. Which is the only time we're not nerdy because when we're in the house we're usually either watching baking shows. Baking shows or we did a full rewatch of Lord of the Rings. Oh, and we 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 rewatched all of the Hobbit. We did. We rewatched that. Um. Which was interesting. Because I haven't seen The Hobbit since it was in theaters. Yeah. It's not one that I rewatch a lot. No, I think I only watched all the movies once because I don't know. Yeah. And now there's this four and a half hour fan edit that we've heard of. Yes. That I think we're going to watch this week and maybe talk about next week. So that's a little little tease for, <laughs> for next week's podcast. Next week's episode. And yeah, I, I it was really fun watching Lord of the Rings again. Mostly because we have so much free time and what a way to kill time. Oh, God. The best movies still hold up. And we like... And just lengthwise. It's three movies, but it's like the length of nine films. Yeah, exactly. So you just kill time. I I loved, though, rewatching it and trying to figure out what is in the theatrical cut and what's in the extended cut. (laughs) Because we haven't seen the theatrical cuts in so long. Since theater? I've never seen them since theaters. Yeah, I I think I've seen them at least once or twice since just... Um, just because I don't even know. I don't even know why I would have. Yeah. But I do have memory of certain things that are not in the theatrical cut. Well, and there's stuff that's kind of obvious. Yeah. Like there's segments where you're like, even even though I, I love the full cut, the 
extended editions mm-hmm. but i call them the just the, the movies yeah those are the movies <laughs> um there are segments that i'm like if i didn't love this this doesn't need to be here yeah mm-hmm. especially i think two towers and i i've heard i've always heard that two towers is the movie that, that benefits most from the theatrical cut because mm-hmm. the pacing getting to helms deep is better yeah and I can see that doing a rewatch. I was like, yeah, I can kind of see how like some of these dialogue scenes aren't really necessary. Yeah. And yet I'm like, but I want it to be a 37 hour experience. Yeah. And I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 those movies were longer, like I wouldn't mind. Oh, if the ending was just an intricate, like every character got an hour about the rest of their life. (laughs) I'd be like, great. Yeah. Just spend a whole day like and now Mary took. And now Gandalf. And now Frodo. <laughs> well, he just kind of goes off. Yeah, he goes to... The Undying Lands. Which is heaven. But also mm. afterlife. I did... I, 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 I have never really done that much like Tolkien research. And the Undying Lands is very... If I don't really understand it. Because it's a place, mm-hmm. but it's also not a place. Yes. Mm-hmm. great yeah that sounds about right easy <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do some research and get, get, get i don't know if there's more research. i think that that's just kind of it like yeah that's where you come from and that's where you go cotton eye joe <laughs> Sorry. that is such a canadian joke <laughs> you mean no did one... i say have i seen you have i made you read that meme what oh awesome oh the you. really long one yeah. yeah 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 i read it if you want to know it dm nerdy nightly and i will send you the greatest canadian meme ever made (laughs) that is a promise yeah that that's a classic and then all of that culminated in me acquiring a gaming laptop from my brother oh yes and then you lost me to assassin's creed odyssey yes david has been putting in most of his spare time to assassin's creed i think you've got 60 you probably have about 70 hours now 63 63 okay in 10 days yeah or well. 12 days yeah yeah so it's only five hours a day mm, compared yeah. to 16 hours of civ i'm fine yeah it, okay but there have been play- days where you haven't played that's so. true that's true so because you know we're busy in quarantine we're not busy we're not we're hey we're trying to launch nerdy nightly here we we're, it's we're launched it the the video's up it's got hundreds of views mm-hmm. <laughs> it has almost 200 views which honestly, which is almost hundreds which is honestly awesome yeah it was very exciting it's very exciting i you know just because i haven't posted anything on that channel in six months mm-hmm. and it's very different content than what i used to post i haven't done the podcast in six months i really didn't know like what the draw would be there or who would come back and I'm really happy to see that so many people have dove in into it again and are back mm-hmm. and having fun and we got some great comments and I think yeah, I think it ended up being very funny and I'm excited to see the content that we make moving forward. Yeah, this week's episode is going to be Yeah. fun. Yeah, we're going to be baking again. There'll be a video on Friday. There might be a video before that, a little te- a little that's another little tease. So many teases. <laughs> We're just very excited to get we're stuff just, out there. We're just so excited because we... we we're we excited to yeah. do something, you know, because it's been a lot of... 
nothing because it's quarantine and i mean we haven't gone into another building really yeah since 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 arriving yeah and i as excited as i have been to consume so much content Mm -hmm. you know we watched all of i watched all of the last season of clone wars Mm -hmm. we've watched a lot of television we've watched all of nailed it all of zumbo's just desserts Mm -hmm. we're starting on sherlock again yeah we're doing a rewatch of the sherlock with benedict cumberbeach he's my favorite um I'm just, you know, there, it gets to a point where you you get tired of watching things other people have made. Yeah. Especially, and, and partially this is because we are both actors and we have both kind of been creating, especially lately, mm-hmm. you know, going into Jersey Boys and doing the show and getting to make that show every week. And so to come out of that creative experience into an experience of c- consumption of content you know, I think we both are you know, of a mindset of how can we make our own things now. Yeah. Yeah, which honestly, like, that whole side of things is fairly new to me. Like, I streamed on Twitch, um, but I never, well, I guess I did, like, photo shoots and stuff like that, but never, like, media content. Never made my own media content. Yeah. So this is exciting. I, I don't know that it's that different from acting, though. I think it's all... I think we mm-hmm. have that bone in us where our desire is to entertain other people. Absolutely. And hope that they get some entertainment value out of... I think that we derive some of our... I don't want to say self-worth because that sounds so sad, but some <laughs> of our identity is rooted in other people enjoying our existence as yeah. entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that we both miss that. Yes. In our house. Yeah. With family members who are getting sick of our jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we're going to take a quick break here and throw to our sponsor. All right, we're back. So we talked a lot about other things that, you know, from the past. Tiger King's new, but everything else is old. (laughs) <laughs> we haven't talked about the things that have been coming out other than nailed nailed it season four that's new yep and we've we also have watched some things that are new we yeah. did not watch trolls world tour no which is a hard which is surprisingly hard to say trolls world tour trolls world tour yeah but say it like five times faster than that trolls world tour <laughs> i can't even say it once trolls world tour. trolls world tour what a title but the movie came out on VOD, skipping the box office, skipping, well, not the box office, but skipping theaters mm-hmm. and made a crap ton of money and pissed everybody off. Yeah, it was a big deal. Because Universal, in the wake of that, says, hey, we're going to maybe release more films straight to VOD. We are clearly, you know, hopefully going to make money at this. To which AMC responded, okay, well, then we just won't show any of your movies ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's been a whole thing and so now here we are a few weeks later and warner brothers has followed the trolls world tour (laughs) it's it's a surprisingly weird collection of words it is just sound yeah trolls world tour with warner brothers has scoob opening this weekend Mm -hmm. not in theaters as it was originally supposed to but vod and all signs 
according to the iTunes chart, uh, it is number one everywhere that you can rent or buy movies. And so clearly that has worked. I mean, they're they're probably going to make a little bit of money. and A little bit. <laughs> I, I think it might be more money than they would have made in theaters just because the reviews are not exceptional. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we didn't end up watching it. No, <laughs> we were going to. We were. Our, our plan was to watch it Friday night until we saw that it was $30 to rent it. Yeah. Which is theater price, which I get. Is I mean, that's that to me. That's a little bit pricey. Like because I'm watching it at home on my own television. I don't get that theater experience where I get to go out and see it with other people, and you got the big screen and the amazing sound quality. Like, it's it's. I think it's a huge difference for me. So that price is kind of it. It puts me off a little bit. I totally hear what you're saying. I think we're if it was a movie that was within our demographic more we would be more inclined yeah if black widow had come out at the same price point i would have paid five times that to see it yes you would have (laughs) and for i think i think because everyone's talking about the future of movies now Mm -hmm. that's the second half of our podcast is all that's what we're talking about that was the whole you know that's the topic (laughs) and i think that a movie like Scoob and a movie like Trolls World Tour. I got through it that time. You did. I, yes. I noticed that. Those films are kids' movies, mm-hmm. which have been having struggles at the box office lately. Other than the big ones, the Despicable Me's and whatnot, there has been a, a dearth of children's movies doing well because it is so expensive to take your kids to the film to the cinema. Yeah. And now, for a family of five, the idea of seeing Scoob at home for $30 versus spending $120 on movie tickets. And popcorn and drinks. And, and candy. Yep. Because, I mean, you can't... You, it's movie theater popcorn. You can't not, you know? And having to deal with potty breaks and... Yep. I I think that this model might break the... I don't think it's going to break movie theaters. And I know that movie theaters are worried about that. But I think it might pull more kids' movies out of movie theaters. Yeah, and the thing about that as well is, you know, a kids' movie, how much more can you get out of it by seeing it in the highest quality? Like, as an adult, sure, a lot. But it's not like seeing, for example, Lord of the Rings, which is just shot Mm -hmm. beautifully. You get to see these amazing landscapes. Or something like Zootopia, where the animation was just, like, incredible but zootopia is a kids movie ostensibly it, yeah i guess my i my concern is that we wouldn't see like a uh, toy story 4 mm-hmm. which was one of the most beautifully animated movies i've ever seen yeah and to not see that in theaters would have been very sad to me yeah. although you know disney pixar might be the the exception to that rule because disney pixar movies still mostly make money at the theaters pixar's had a few exceptions lately with the good dinosaur you know what that's true i would have liked um i i didn't particularly love frozen one but after seeing frozen two mm-hmm. i actually would have liked to have seen it in theaters it, yeah frozen two was gorgeous yeah i had to go back and see frozen two again because the first theater i saw it in i didn't think the sound quality was good enough 
Right. And I was really disappointed because I really, I think the sound design of that movie is so strong. Yeah. So absolutely. I literally went back to watch it again in a better sound to get that Dolby sound in oh a bigger God. theater. There's only like a handful of movies I've gone back to see in theaters. That's so crazy to me. Yeah, but you, it's different for you. You had like a, a membership. AMCA list plus. That's the one. The best way to go see the movies. They're not a sponsorship of the show, but one day they <laughs> will be. One day. That's the goal. But no, like I, you know, when you got to pay each time you go, you, you got to be selective. And the last movie that I saw was when Doctor Strange came out. I literally went back the next day to watch it again because it was that good. I just loved it. I thought it was stunning. Yeah. Scott Derrickson's direction is incredible in that movie mm-hmm. benedict cumberbatch his oh, <laughs> i can't speak to benedict that. cumberbatch <laughs> his accent in that movie is sure but i love him so it, it gets better yes in endgame solid yes he worked on it you know what he did the work i like seeing he did the, the improvement <laughs> he's an actor <laughs> that he he is an actor yeah yeah i um i i saw dr strange a few times in theaters it does not surprise me i saw i've seen i i don't think there's a marvel movie i haven't seen more than once in theaters of the mcu films that does not surprise me (laughs) my favorite mcu experience was in japan Mm -hmm. when thor ragnarok came out and i was in a packed movie theater Mm -hmm. with 150 people and not one of them laughed at a single joke and I was laughing loudly and consistently. I th- There were jokes in that movie where I wept tears of hilarious joy. And no one made a sound in the rest of the movie theater. It happened in Last Jedi, too, where they're just like there were jokes in that movie and I laughed mm-hmm. and no one else laughed with me. Well, I... I don't think that movie is particularly funny, but I I know you don't. <laughs> we don't need to get into that now. We can we'll save that for a later podcast. But yeah, when we have the time. Yeah, it, the the cultural difference there of how to like appreciate things in public is so different, mm-hmm. and so it's just they they don't, you know, culturally aren't as vocal as yep. I am. Yeah. With my guffaw of a laugh. Yeah, I mean, I've I mean apart from being on the cruise ship and like briefly seeing a couple ports i've really never left north america that'll change oh yeah 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 as we have money in our late 30s (laughs) 10 years from now we'll start traveling yeah yeah that that sounds about right but the the modern movie do you think because the the story now is that tenet the new christopher nolan movie is going to start movie theaters back up july 17th it's going to be the big next thing, followed a week later by Mulan. And then movie really? theaters are going to be open. And July 17th? July 17th. And Christopher Nolan is adamant that he have the first movie out the gate. You know what? Someone's got to be the first. Someone's got to be the first. Do you think July 17th happens? Uh, that is about two months from now. Yeah. that's. It is literally it it is is the 17th as we're recording As this, we record it. So. It is. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I can see it happening. I can see it happening in in a way where, um, you know, every other row is vacant and you seat, sit two seats apart from the person beside you. Um, I, I can see some places trying to give it a go because they're just losing money right now. The buildings are sitting empty. Um, you know, I, I mean, I know drive-in movies are trying to make a comeback, but someone's got to be the first theater to open so 
I the drive-in thing doesn't make sense to me. Why? Because bathrooms. Drive-in theaters are historically mm-hmm. have been double feature places. Yeah. Where you go and watch two movies. I once went and watched an incredible double feature of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 <laughs> and Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Hercules movie. Oh, wow. Which was a bizarre double feature that just totally made no sense. Yeah, who planned that? They're, they're both fine. That You know, I Guardians right. of the Galaxy 2 I love and I don't remember anything about the Hercules movie, weirdly. Yeah. Because of the beverages that we were consuming. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, you bring a cooler. Yeah. And then by the fifth hour of watching movies and drinking alcohol, you feel you've it had a, a few. A little bit, yeah. You know, you're sitting in the back of it. Anyway, so drive. So the drive-in, the problem with drive-ins to me is the social distancing goes out the window in the public bathroom well, area. Unless you're doing a double feature. Like, I generally don't go to the bathroom in the middle of a movie. I can make it from start to finish and then you drive home. I don't know. It it doesn't seem to... I just think asking everyone who goes to a drive-in to not use the bathroom seems... Well, what if... I mean, they may not... They may just not have bathrooms. Yeah, that they might. I, I don't know. And or, like, they might be out of order but to, you know, discourage people from sharing spaces. Mm-hmm. Because if you drive up and you're in your car the entire time... You're fine. And there are drive-ins that are operating yeah tenant is a hundred fifty million plus movie yeah it cannot make its money back at drive-ins yeah you know what i think i think someone's got to be the first i wouldn't be surprised so then my follow-up question is Mm -hmm. is it possible for his movie to make any money that way or is he setting himself up to be a humongous flop because the theaters are going to be like you the ticket sales just won't be there to make money back yeah i know but i think we're gonna have to like change how we view what a a flop would be in this scenario you know if all the movies like if the movie is sold out for weeks on end albeit the that means the number is much lower but if it's sold out for several weeks is that a success then i don't think the people who loaned the money for the movie to be made care yeah how many people saw it no you know what i mean like the i think it'll make but it'll make its money back even if it's not in theaters right because you know it'll come out on other platforms and so then the argument again goes back to the vod that we're in the middle of yeah and that's and i think that a lot of people in hollywood are having that discussion now of like well is it worth it to put out movies in theaters to have them in theaters if they just feasibly can't make money i mean i hope so i truly do because the i love the movie experience Mm -hmm. like i honestly i wish i had seen more movies now because i'm kind of scared that that might end up being a thing of the past which is a weird thing to say going to the movies um but i love going to movies with friends uh the the huge screen that just being like overwhelmed by the sight and sound of it like there are movies where i just the experience would have been so much different if i had just seen it on my tv at home versus a big movie screen totally i i don't think the movie experience is dead i hope not i just don't know if it's 
going to come back in July. Yeah. And I wonder for the sake the the first two movies that are slated to come out in July are both so expensive mm-hmm. that with social distancing in place, I just don't see how they could make their money. I if they were if you told me that there were two broadly uh, you know, broad comedies that were in the 40 to 60 million dollar budget range mm-hmm. who only needed to make a hundred million dollars back to get their to, to profit mm-hmm. i could see how that could come out in this time and still manage to not flop my concern is that mulan costs i mean it's it's gorgeous those trailers are incredible that movie yeah. looks so good i know we're both so excited to see it oh yeah absolutely music or not like i i think that I'm I'm so excited to see a new interpretation of that story. Mm-hmm. But if but it's just it's it's a matter of how much it cost. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a 50 million dollar movie. I think Scoob if if they had pushed Scoob to July and that was the first movie coming out and Scoob mm-hmm. probably sit somewhere in like the 60 million dollar range as far as budget. Mm-hmm. It's where a lot of those Warner Brothers animated movies sit typically. If that movie were coming out in July, I'd be like, you know what? I can see how if you put like three families a row, every other row for three weekends, Mm -hmm. there is a path to getting your money back there. And I totally understand that. I just, I don't see how Tenet makes its money. And I don't, the, all the reports are that Christopher Nolan is the one pushing for that. Yeah. And I just... And maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth just putting a big movie out there so that we're putting a stamp on the business and saying, look, we're open. We're ready to go mm-hmm. when you are. The The big feature is still going to be here. And I, I I say this all sort of pessimistically while also being <laughs> a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Yeah. Who thinks his movies are masterpieces and deserve the IMAX treatments that they get. Mm-hmm. Seeing The Dark Knight in IMAX, the 70-foot IMAX screen on uh, 70 or 68th street in New York was one of the greatest cinema experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. I want to see his next movie in a giant IMAX cinema with a thousand people. Yeah. That's surround sound. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just, I don't know. And you know what? Maybe financially the business would give him a pass and be like, he didn't make money, but it was also COVID. And so, you know, it financially it might not matter for him whether or not his movie makes money. Yeah. I just I wonder if those studios are setting themselves up for a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. At the end of that opening weekend. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cuz it's also going to depend like it's so hard to talk about now 2 months away from it because we still don't fully understand this thing and exactly how it works. Like we're we're finding up new information all the time about how contagious it is or how it spreads or oh but being outside is okay like it's just it's there's always new information and so I think that if you'd asked me the same thing again like in two or three weeks you know we might learn something by then that changes my opinion on it completely and because of this podcast I will be able to ask you again in two or three weeks (laughs) that's true on a Monday morning weeks from now you'll know (laughs) a completely different thing than we know now yeah which is exciting in a weird way i i know that it's that it's an incredibly sad time and there's so many lives being lost 
And I, I'm not trying to downplay that aspect of it, but there is something weirdly um, fluid about this situation mm-hmm. where sometimes it's like, oh, we woke up to a drastically new s- normal. Yeah. From even last week of it. Yeah. And I think that in my attempt to stay p- positive mm-hmm. internally, I'm trying to see the that as a as not entertaining, but just as not a negative. I'm yeah. trying not to see everything as a negative, which yep. is really hard right now. It is. It's tough. It's it's really tough when you know, in a lot of ways, the world looks pretty bleak. Mm-hmm. So fi- you know, finding the things to be happy or excited or uh, interested in, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do, right? And maybe that's why Tiger King was a success now. Probably. Maybe in, nor- you know, and we'll never know, but in normal times, people might have been turned off hell? by it. Yeah. But now, you know, it just. I honestly, like, t- to be completely honest, if we hadn't had all the time in the world to watch it, I don't know if I would have clicked on it. It's really not my kind of show. I don't mm-hmm. watch. I don't really watch documentaries or reality TV or, you Unless know. there's sugar involved. Okay, I like baking shows. Oh, I, I'm not judging you. <laughs> I It's the only, I, I'm in the same boat. I don't watch reality television, but I love, yeah. that's not true. I like reality television that involves a skill. Okay. Like if it's people being, if it's, because uh, Netflix has another one called Blown Away, mm. which is a glass blowing show. Yes. And the artistry and the craftsmanship on display was incredible and so yes and i did like skin wars when they did the body painting mm-hmm. yeah that kind of stuff yeah that's cool but yeah just tiger king does not really fall under any of that it's just kind yeah. of a lot of craziness <laughs> it's in it's insanity yeah it's yeah the the other crazy part is post if the movie theaters do open mm-hmm. to jump back to that yeah the the amount of movies that have been backlogged for the end of the year. Oh, it's we're, we're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna need that AMCA list plus just to see half of them. Exactly. You, there's gonna be so much to see. Although I think a lot of it'll be pushed to next year. Yeah. It'll the field's gonna be too crowded. Yeah, they're not gonna want to over flood it because then, you know, people a lot of people are not making money right now, so mm-hmm. they're not spending money on movies, so they're not gonna want to force people to choose and then lose out to be the, the person who gets that fifteen dollars mm-hmm. you know well what's interesting is a lot of the video games the big triple a titles that were supposed to come out in the last couple months the last of us part two uh the avengers game mm-hmm. they've all been pushed to the fall now mm-hmm. and there's a part of me that thinks that if they had held their dates they actually might have done very well i know it's hard to know because on one hand people like there's a lot of people who don't have disposable income right now because they're out of work but on the other hand people have more free time Mm -hmm. than they've probably ever had before like us i've never had this much free time in my whole life yeah um not by choice i mean (laughs) well you wouldn't choose this no i don't think anyone would choose this kind of yeah sedentary no definitely not i i would i would much prefer to be working and you know that's why i'm glad we're um doing 
we're you know we're making nerdy nightly happen because mm-hmm. it's it's a thing to focus on because i before we decided to get this thing on its feet i was having a rough time you know mm-hmm. i was like i feel like i'm not doing anything mm-hmm. you know um but now that i have like some kind of focus with my time it's you know the days don't blend into each other like they used to <laughs> yeah it's amazing how setting a schedule for ourselves baking on tuesdays putting up the video friday mm-hmm. making the podcast sunday so that we can have it up on monday yoga in I the now, mornings y- well but even doing yoga every day well when it's the same every day i guess before we had the nerdy nightly schedule set mm-hmm. of like we're gonna make this we're gonna just do it <laughs> i honestly couldn't tell you what day of the week it was yeah and now i'm like I know that it is this day because I have to set up the lights and the cameras and stuff for this thing. And We got to order the baking stuff. We got to record this. I never knew how much I enjoyed knowing what day of the week it was. Yeah. What a, like, what a weird thing to think about. What a small pleasure in life. Yeah. To know where you are. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're, we're going to do this moving forward. I, I think movies are coming back. I think the movie theater will come back. I think 2021 is going to be a huge year for movies. Mm-hmm. Mostly because there might be a Marvel movie every week at this point because they're so backed up. <laughs> every week. Yeah. We're going to be seeing a lot of movies. We are. That's my... I already do. I You, you say that like it's a change <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, that's... No, it's a change for me. For me. I like... I you know I, I definitely wish I'd seen more movies in theaters but I did not go as often as I would have liked mm-hmm. to and you know I'm excited for that my only hope is that AMC A-List Plus is still an option after all this mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll be able to afford that also I don't know if Amazon might buy AMC <laughs> that's that. going to be very interesting to watch mm-hmm. we're gonna keep an eye on that yeah, I, I was thinking about talking about it more today, but it's just not worth going into right now because I don't... We don't know anything, really. Well, and I don't know if legally they can. I think they're still trying to figure out if Amazon, at, because they are a studio that produces films. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's this thing called the Paramount Doctrine, I think, or the Paramount Law. Basically, if you are a studio that makes films, you can't distribute films. In th- you can't own the theater that they're distributed in. Because that's how it used to be. And so theaters would essentially be able to block their competition from releasing their films. Mm -hmm. So now the Justice Department under the Trump administration wants to reverse that and allow a movie studio to own a movie theater. Mm -hmm. Which would be a huge change. Yeah. And it's weird on the one hand just because Amazon does have a studio and does make movies. But it Amazon Studios doesn't typically produce huge blockbuster hits. Yeah. They produce a lot of very intelligent documentaries mm-hmm. and a lot of very good indie hits and, and some awards awards potential. Yeah. Well, TV shows don't that that that's not like a you can I You can't really like You can't release that in a theater. No. Unless you're Game of Thrones or Well, unless actually the the last episode of Sherlock was in theaters. Was it? Yeah, that's when I saw it. I went and saw it in theaters. The very last you could episode. release any episode of Sherlock in theaters. That's true. They're an they hour have and the half. length. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, movies don't need to be longer than ninety minutes, but unless it's Lord of the Rings. Unless it's Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. But that's not a movie. <laughs> I, I and maybe Sorry. we'll get into this later. I have a very like I don't consider Lord of the Rings to be movies. I also don't consider 
like the Marvel movies to be movies. What are they? They are very good television. Okay. They are episodic stories told in a structure that is not a movie. Okay. I I just because of the it's it's storytelling in a grand and I'm not the first person to say this and I won't be the last. But it's storytelling in a way that doesn't fit movie structure. Okay. And there are many nerd tentpole movies that are very bad movies, but are very good experiences. And so they make a lot of money and they're good. Huh. But they are structurally not really films anymore. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. We'll have to get into this. We'll get into this more later. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I'll, I'll like... Maybe I'll make a video, but <laughs> I mean I'm interested. I'd like to know more. Yeah, it. I just it's you. You take away some of the movie structure in order to serialize something so that you can have 20 episodes of it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that James Bond. It, you know what? It's a long conversation. <laughs> we'll get into it, <laughs> but but we're gonna keep an eye on this whole Amazon AMC thing to see because it would change everything. Yeah. Yeah, so we're definitely going to talk about that. We will. But I think for now, we are going to sign off because it's going to be about an hour. Wow, really? Yeah. All right. How was doing your first podcast? Um, I had a lot of fun. I mean, like you and I, I we talk a lot. <laughs> so it's not... We cannot, literally cannot get away from each other. No, no. We don't have a choice. No, no. We are quarantined together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't drive so yeah you're right i would have to walk for a very long time to get anywhere (laughs) no it was it was great it was fun i am excited to do it again next week you know i'm excited to see where this goes and yeah (laughs) and on that decisive thoughtful note i'm very insightful the most insightful Mm -hmm. we're gonna say goodbye thank you for listening i was about to say watching but we did not film this because there (laughs) just isn't there isn't a good background in our house we're gonna have to we might try and do video down the line for the podcast Mm -hmm. but for now it's gonna be audio only because you know it's one less day that we have to put makeup on we (laughs) well ariel doesn't put a lot of makeup on but i i if you watch that baking video i am wearing a lot of makeup Mm-hmm. that yeah. beard is fake <laughs> the whole beard <laughs> the whole beard is fake i apply it ha- strand of hair by strand of hair he's very talented oh i <laughs> i had a beard built on me that way once i was an extra on Wolf. iron fist the marvel netflix show yeah. and i was a stunt or no i was a body double for a stunt man and oh. this is a very short story to end this but I, a woman <laughs> spent 90 minutes painfully reconstructing that man's exact beard on my face and then we we got to set and they're like all right so we shot the fight yesterday so he ends up lying right there and so i laid down face up thinking that it was important that i had this beard and wig on and they're like oh no no face down and so this makeup artist had worked for a very long time that poor woman build the greatest fake beard i have ever seen in my entire life mm-hmm. it was gorgeous <laughs> and then i laid face down and the actors you know did their thing and i watched the episode and 
it's a shot of Danny Rand and he's standing there with his glowing fist and the camera pulls back and I was like, you're going to see me in three, two, and it cut to another scene. And I was like, they paid me a, a not insignificant amount of money to lie on the ground for a few hours with a very well made beard and no one ever saw it. Yeah, that's I feel like that happens. Television is wild. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we don't. Uh, we we never talked about how we're gonna sign off on this thing. We didn't. Oh no. I'm gonna do the old sign off for now, and then we'll we'll have that up and running next week. Yeah. So as I said at the top of this podcast, my name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. The music at the top and end of this podcast is made by at a levitt nineteen ninety on Instagram. Alex Samuel, he is a very talented boy. Go show him some love. <laughs> And thank you for joining us for Nerdy Nightly 2.0. We'll be back next week. We will be on the YouTubes, the Nerdy Nightly YouTube channel. Subscribe. (laughs) Help us get to 100 subscribers. We can have that custom URL. Yeah, we need it. We need it. (laughs) Follow us everywhere. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Twitch. Twitch. Nerdy Nightly and Clarster Cars on Twitch. And we will see you on Friday. Yeah. Or Wednesday. Mm. Keep an eye out on Wednesday, maybe. Just in case. But definitely Friday. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.